I'm your host, Shan Wright. Okay, so today I'm I'm diving right into this emotional wellness thing. I told you last episode that that's what God wants me to talk about. So here we are. I'm just going to go right into it. And today we're going to talk about six common mom emotions and the simple holistic solution to go along with each of them. So if you are feeling one of these things, which I can bet you are, then you can say, okay, let me try that. Let me try that solution and see if that works. And it's worked for me. So I, you know, I pray it works for you. And this is going to be a practical, tactical one. So get your notebooks out and let's get started. One word people have used to describe me most of my life is emotional. That isn't a stretch because yes, I am a female, (laughs) but when I was described as being so emotional, so moody, especially as a teenager and in young adulthood when puberty hormones were just strong and I just accepted it as me, that I was just going to be extra emotional. And let's not mention how I was practically giving myself whiplash once a month because of these said emotions. This continued for years and not where I'm impossible to live with, but just I used it as a crutch month after month. Oh, I'm getting my period. Uh, Or, oh, that's why that happened. Sorry, it's my period. Sorry, it's that week. But something changed all of that this year. And I can finally say I am over those PMS symptoms. I started taking intuitive nutrition that is hormone and soy isoflavone free to find balance and empower my hormones naturally. It's patent pending unlike anything else. And instead of interfering with natural hormone balance, the menstrual and menopausal formulas deliver key nutrients and potent botanicals to support the female body in every phase and every cycle. Hormones are chemical messengers telling your body vital information. If you have heavy periods, cramping, mood swings, low libido, bloating, hot flashes, night sweats, brain fog, acne, and more, your messengers might need additional support so you can feel your best. Andrea says, because I'm feeling my best, I'm also mommy my best now. Michelle says, Now all my days are good days. I don't need to blame my hormones anymore. It's just me. Take the fun quiz in the show notes to see if your hormones are telling you that they really need to be balanced. Also, you can find a ton more information at the link in the show notes. Hey, mama friend. Do you have a full blessed life that is so overwhelming? Do you want to live well and honor your temple, but just don't even know where to start? Motherhood is so stressful. You just need more peace, right? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the king, wife, mother to four, RN, wellness coach, and I am so happy you're here on the Right Wellness Chat. I can honestly say I have been there. I know what it's like to want to live well, but completely overwhelmed and about to lose it with my very blessed full life. I got to the point where enough was enough and I tracked my way whole body wellness, and so much peace. Want to learn how I did it? I will break it all down in simple, tactical solutions, share intentional living strategies, and pour a heavy dose of encouragement to chase Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Come on, we got this, mama. One baby step of courage at a time. Go heat up that coffee for the third time and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. 
So as moms, I know we all want to love our children the best that we can. We want to take care of them the best that we can. We want to be intentional with our mothering. And that's why I love this review that I got from Gal Girl 11. And it says, it's titled, Get More Mom Advice From Here. I love how accessible the tips are in this podcast for reducing mom guilt and feeling better about being the best mom you can be. And that's really what I want to share here. I want to share how you can be the best mom you can be by being the best you you can be. By taking care of your whole body wellness, that is how we can be intentional in our motherhood and be the best mom. Thank you so much for sharing, Gal Girl 11. I would love to gift you something for your awesome review. So if you're listening, go over to Instagram, message me at, at the Shan Wright, or on Facebook at the Facebook community, Encourage Wellness Right Community. And I would love to gift you something for your sweet review. And for all of you, if you ever review and I read it on the air, on the podcast, then you also could win a free gift just for doing so. So please review. I super appreciate it. Now into the episode. Okay, here's my favorite quote. Maybe not favorite, but it's one that I really love. Our feelings get to ride, but not drive. Okay, so we know feelings are messengers and we have to be careful. I want to start this off by saying we have to be careful not to come into agreement with our feelings as truth. A lot of times we feel something and we think about it over and over. And remember, what are your beliefs? What do you believe in? The thing you think about the most, those repeated thoughts, those are your beliefs. So if we have this feeling and we just let it get stuck in our head and go round and round and round, then we are going to believe it And what happens next? We're going to talk it. What happens next? We're going to live it out in actions. So we have to be very careful when we have a feeling to make sure we do not live in that as truth. We have to go to God and ask him if it is truth. We have to go to him and say, what do I do with it? For instance, you don't feel well. So you say, I am sick. That's actually coming to agreement with being sick. That's coming into agreement with that illness. And therefore you speak that out loud over and over to all the people in your life, then you will continue to be sick. But if you say, I feel sick, that's a whole nother thing. And you can address that feeling with God and say, God, what do I do about this feeling of being sick? What should I take? How should I rest? And so forth. So that's a whole nother episode on words that we will get there because, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So that's a super powerful episode that we will get to soon. But I wanted to say that because we have to live every day under our our identity, not under false identities, false beliefs, limiting beliefs, but we have to live under our true identity of what God says. So again, Go back to those identity episodes if you have not listened to them yet, or if you're still struggling to find your true kingdom identity, go back. And that is foundational. As women, we love to talk about our feelings. 
So we have to be careful how and when we do this. We can be accidentally speaking those lies over ourselves. So this is going to be something that you have to have as a foundation because we have a lot of feelings. It's going to be a constant conversation with God, which that's okay because we're supposed to pray without ceasing anyway. <laughs> so we have to have a re- you know, a reflection. Where is this feeling coming from? Does it align with my identity? And what do I do about it? How do I deal with it? So I had shared in the last episode that we're focusing on emotional wellness and I want to share with you today some of the common feelings we have as moms, as women, and the wisdom that I've received on how to deal with them. I'm definitely going to expand on each of these feelings in the future, but I just want to give you this, you know, quick run through so that you can apply it to your life and you can get a solution now. I want you to be able to come away with the result from listening to every episode. So I want to give you several just in case you're like, well, I don't struggle with that one. So this is going to be a basic, a basic one, basic episode on each. And then I'll dive deeper into some of these emotions. And then, of course, more emotions to come <laughs> as I get them. Right, friend? I'm going to give them right to you. Okay. So <laughs> feelings they come fast sometimes, right? We have to be prepared in our minds with the truth on how to respond in them, how to respond to them. So on this whole analogy of they can ride but not drive, they jump in our car at stoplights uninvited. <laughs> they come in from every angle. You're like, I thought I locked that door. Um, instead of stalling out on this journey, because I'm just so overwhelmed by it all, I ask my feelings. You're a messenger. You jumped in my car as a passenger. What road should I pursue? I know I need to pursue a journey of wellness and peace. I'm on the path to peace, right? I am pursuing peace in my life, but it's a wide road. Which location am I going to? Which exact thing, practical, courageous step am I going to take because of this feeling? So of course, we go to God first, okay? Because yes, Proverbs 16, 9, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. He tells us which way to go because he has control, but we like to plan, so we're going to do it and our plans have to be held lightly because he will direct us. So first, just go to him. Say, God, what is this feeling saying and what do I do about it? So each of these feelings that I'm going to share with you today have come from me doing just that. They have come from a prayer journal conversation with God as I was feeling this. And yes, there was times I was feeling all of these at once. And that was when I was in a complete postpartum anxiety, overwhelmed mess. And this is the way that I got out of it. So I'll, I'll get to that in a minute, but I'm going to go through each one. I have them numbered just to keep it easy and you can keep track on your paper and you can highlight the one that you're struggling with the most. So here we go. Number one would be, are you feeling lonely? And I had talked about this at the end of last episode because this is a feeling that creeps up out of nowhere sometimes for me. And I really have to be intentional about my social wellness 
to make sure this doesn't come into play. So that would be the simple holistic solution is social wellness. So what does that mean, social wellness? It means whatever fills you up socially. So it could be different for different people depending on what you like to do. But for me, I had to make sure I squeezed in date nights. And that meant putting them on the calendar. It meant being intentional with them. Not, yeah, sure, it'd be great to go out with my husband. But no, making it intentional. And if you cannot plan, no babysitter, no one to watch the kids, we had a date night at home. It was very important. Um, or it might be a girl's night. And these are two of mine. I have to do both of these. So if I'm having consistent date nights with my husband, amazing, but I'm still feeling lonely, I know I'm missing girl t- I'm missing girl time. I haven't had my girlfriend chats. I haven't been able to have heart to heart with my girlfriends and talk about all my feelings. <laughs> Maybe I won't feel lonely as much since I have a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But no, I I know that I need that in my life. I need that heart to heart connection, that relationship to be flourishing, to feel well, and to feel not lonely. Because you can you can know that that friend is there and that they um, love you and they care about you and they want to spend time with you. But unless that time actually happens, you still feel lonely. So yes, I had this situation this summer as it came out of nowhere when we are busy in our summers and you know, you're traveling and so you're not in your usual usual routine and then you're traveling and then you come home and then the other friend's traveling. And so there's no time when you're at home at the same time. And I had realized it had been weeks since I had a girl's night and I had to take courage and pursue that girlfriend time. I had to not wait for that friend to call me and say, hey, let's go out. I had to pursue it. And I did that because I went to God in prayer and I said, why do I feel lonely? And he said, you haven't had girl time. So I obeyed and I made the action to tell my friends, hey, I really want to hang out. I know you all have busy lives too. Can we put something on the calendar for this week or next week and just make it happen? So whatever fills you up socially, you have to pursue it with courage and be intentional of putting it on the calendar and getting it done. Okay, so number two, that feeling of stuckness. Just feeling, someone might say, feeling stuck in the middle of motherhood or in the season. You're in a season and you like to look at it as just a season so that makes you feel better but you feel stuck in it. You're not pursuing your dreams, your purpose, because you're doing what you have to do in the season. You're um, caring for others. You're um, going to school. And so you're like, for this year, I'm just in this season and I'm stuck. So I would say this obviously is complex because I don't know your exact situation, But I would say to pursue the opportunity that is in front of you. So this could be feeling financially stuck and you are so um, convinced that nothing, what you're doing right now is what you need to be doing. And so you're not going to look at other opportunities that come your way 
because this is what you're supposed to do. But maybe what if God's throwing you a life raft and you're just ignoring it because you are in your nine to five so time constraint and you come home, cook dinner, put the kids to bed and you're still not making ends meet. And so you're not seeing the life raft. I actually had this um, situation come up with a, a coaching call recently and she was feeling burdened and empty that she wasn't pursuing her dreams and her purpose, even though her life was so full. She had she was spending so much time at work and had a financial burden at work to provide for her family, yet she wasn't able to spend time with her family. So she was feeling very conflicted and stuck in this situation that she didn't know how to get out of. And she didn't have the relief of, well, at least I'm working and making money. It was that um, ends weren't getting meet and she still felt like ends weren't getting met. She still felt like she was stuck and didn't know how to get out of this season. And there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And she actually decided to take courage and pursue a new opportunity for finances and for um, purpose in a very designated time block on her calendar. And so she took that courage because she knew God was calling her into that opportunity. And she found the spot on her calendar to pursue it intentionally. So a lot of times I hear well, I don't have the time. I don't have um, the time to put one more thing on my plate. But if it's an opportunity that God is calling you into, be open and ask him and say, hey, I don't feel like I have any time, God, and I feel like my plate is full. But my friend shared this opportunity with me. Is this something you're calling me into? And wait for him to answer you and spend that time in prayer Because it could be the life raft. It could be maybe you're not even drowning and you don't need a life raft, but maybe it's this new path that he wants to take you on. He is directing your steps, but you are ignoring it because you've already planned your path in your head. So be open to um, pursuits and opportunities that come your way because we don't know what this life holds. We don't know what the future holds. Only God does. So we have to have this mind, this open mind that really reflects that, reflects that complete trust and surrender to him of whatever comes your way, whether it's a conversation or, you know, whatever it is. So fear so often stops us from even pursuing these courageous pursuits. But this is the exact way to get out of this stuck feeling. Okay, number three, maybe you're feeling tired or low energy hormonal, just off. You just don't feel right. You got to pursue that physical wellness and you got to pursue it in a new way. Maybe you're like, well, yeah, I've been to the gym like every day this week and I eat right and I just still feel really tired. Well, here's one of my other favorite quotes. If nothing changes, nothing changes. You got to find out what needs to change. And so that's going to do, that's going to require a self-reflection of physical wellness on your body. And it might be reflecting on, well, what exactly is my wellness routine? 
or my exercise routine? Do I just go to the gym and and doodle around and talk a lot and I don't really break a sweat and I I you know maybe this um exercise routine is just I'm so used to it, my body's so used to it that I'm not feeling any change in my muscles. Um maybe you are not eating the right foods for your body. Maybe your gut is really not absorbing those nutrients. Maybe you're drinking all the water and that should make you feel more energized, but you're not absorbing it because of the nutrients. You're not getting the right minerals to absorb the water into your body. Yes, that's a very real thing. And I now take a mineral supplement that helps me absorb my water and it has made so much of a difference. And maybe it all comes down to the root of hormones. Do you guys know that hormones, talk about feelings being messengers, hormones are your chemical messengers in your body that deliver messages all throughout your organ systems. And they talk to all your different organ systems. And if they are off, then that organ is going to feel off. So if it's your gut, then you got to look at your hormones and see what's going on. And I didn't do this till this year. And I started on a natural um, nutritional supplement for my hormones. And again, it has made all the difference. It has literally changed my life. So if you're feeling off, um, got to look at the root system of what that is. Don't just think naturally, I'm tired, so it's got to be sleep. Well, yeah. How much are you sleeping? But also, is it quality sleep? Are you getting deep sleep? Is your body really able to rest during that sleep? So there's a lot of things to look at with physical wellness. As we know, we are very, you know, complex human beings, but you got to take a, a close look at it and be open to changing something, being open to maybe changing a new way of eating. It could be so simple. It could be very simple as actually need more protein in my diet to feed my muscles so that my muscles have more energy. Like it could be something very simple, but we just have to um, not ignore these feelings of tired and low energy. And it could completely be related to stress. So we got to get to the root of it, get to the root of what's in your gut, get to the root of what your hormones are doing and change something. Okay, number, what number am I on? One, two, three, four. Number four is feeling, well, I would say we're all, as women, on average, on more than average, we're very relational. We're very relational human beings. We are um, a lot different in that area than men. And we can feel a lot of feelings when it comes to our relationships and just this feeling of disconnection. I, that's a common question that I, we talk about amongst my friends and I is, um, like how, how's your marriage going? How are, you know, how are you guys doing? And it's like, well, I just feel disconnected and I don't even know if he feels that, but I feel disconnected from him. And there can be a few things for this. And I've also heard we we feel um, disconnected from God. So whether you feel disconnected from God or your main relationships in your life, there's a solution to that. <laughs> so for God, 
you have to know that it's you, not him. He is always there. He's always waiting for you to talk to him. And you have to know that what separates us from God is sin. That's actually the definition. Sin separates you from God. So in order to get closer to God, you have to go into confession. You have to confess. You have to go into a heart state of repentance. Say, God, what is the sin that is separating me from you? Have him tell you and then repent from that, which repent means turn back. Then in that turning back, you face him and you get reconnected to him and you let him pour his love on you and you accept his love and forgiveness that immediately draws you closer to God. When we draw close to him, he draws close to us. He is always there waiting for that connection. Okay. And so then let's say it's your spouse or a main relationship in your life. You know, the major thing that you do to get reconnected to someone is you humble yourself. So when we come to a relationship in a state of humility, that is putting our pride down and coming with a state of humility, no matter what the disconnection is from, whether it's communication, whether it was an argument, whether it was um, just time away, whatever the disconnection is from, come to the relationship with humility and selflessness. Put your pride on the back burner for sure. Put it way down. Step on it. (laughs) Take courage and say, how can I love you? And you might not even need to ask that. Just think, how does this person want to be loved? And then do that. Humble yourself and love them first. Love them as you would want to be loved. That is a command. And when you come to your relationship with humility, I am sure that that other person will receive that and open the lines for communication and you will feel much more connected. Okay. Number five would be overwhelm. Okay, guys, I think we all feel this, right? We all feel this at times and it it's presented in other ways, but I would say the general word would be overwhelmed with life. We feel very full with life, but our cup feels empty. So we have to self-reflect on what feeling I'm really having and what do I need in this. So this is where my story started with, you know, postpartum anxiety, feeling very overwhelmed with life. And I went to God and I shared this in another episode, but I asked God, what do I need? And he gave me these four things to do, right? So that's what we need to do is we need to spend time and reflect on what you need. You actually need to put everyone else's needs to the side for once. I know that's hard for you. I know it's really hard for you as a mom. We learn very quickly how to be selfless. And for once, you need to spend, hey, this could only be 15 minutes. You put yourself first. No, you need to put yourself first and think, what do I need to be my best self right now? And that is going to help you be your best self as a mom. It's going to be help you mom your best when you are your best self. And this is where my tracker started. God gave me those four things and I was able to track them and track my way to wellness. And so your life is very full 
very full of blessings and people, and we get overwhelmed by that. But it's not meant to overwhelm you. God wants to pour blessings on you. He wants you to appreciate these blessings and not be overwhelmed by them. And he doesn't care what you do. He is so much more concerned with who you are and who you are becoming than what you are doing. So we have all these tasks that overwhelm us in motherhood and we want to check them all off and get everything done and do the laundry and cook the food and pick up the kids and get their clothes and do all these things for them. And he is way more concerned with who you are being in that process than what you are doing. So even if you don't get the laundry done, were you kind? Did you love someone? You know, so we um, can easily get overwhelmed, but we really need to reflect on our needs and what what we are getting overwhelmed by and why and what's it showing what we need to fill up our wellness cup. And that leads to peace. That leads to our wellness and our peace. And that's what he wants. Okay, last one, angry. Yeah, I never knew I was an angry mom until I had kids, right? You never knew you were an angry person until you had some children. And it feels really awful to say that. But we feel angry, irritated, triggered. We snap. We go off. Like, I know. And, you know, this actually gets worse at certain times of the month, right? And for me, it's been completely under control with a natural, that natural um, hormone supplement I was referring to earlier in physical wellness. But I would get so irritated at certain times of month and that was the root problem and that was hormones. But the other times of the month that I was getting irritated, then I was confused. Well, what is it now? It's not my period. So why am I so irritated? And I realized through probably God telling me somehow that anxiety and worry is actually manifested in anger. So if you're angry, the main question you ask yourself is, what am I anxious about? What am I worried about? Yeah, this is a struggle. This is a struggle for us as a family. And I, we see it in our kids. And we know that they're not angry humans. They're not angry people. They're only kids. But we know that they are worried about something. So the question is, when you see your child throw a temper tantrum, honey, what are you worried about? And let them tell you. And I actually, because I learned this, I asked my husband, I'm like, when I get irritated in certain times and I just start snapping and going off at people and just my speech is irritated, can you just ask me what I'm worried about? Because I am anxious about something and I need to be stopped and dial it back. And I need you to help me with that. So, I mean, I told him that last, I think that was last fall. I was about on the verge of a panic attack and I, and I told him that and, um, that's what we need to do. We need to recognize why we are irritated and angry and recognize that it comes from these worries because we care about our life. We care about the people in our lives. So we worry about things, but that's not what God wants. He doesn't want that for us. He wants us to be grateful. So, you know, the opposite, the opposite of anxiety, the antidote, here I go, the the antidote to anxiety 
is gratitude. So if you're feeling angry, what are you anxious about? If you're feeling anxious, then gratitude. Find the gratitude. Find gratitude in anything. Neuroscience tells us that gratitude and anxiety cannot exist in the brain at the same time. So if you're feeling anxious, ask yourself, what can I praise God about right now? You just praise him for being him. You just praise God for everything and anything. That will substitute the anxiety. And my favorite hack as well to go along with this is just to put worship music on and just start singing the lyrics. You speak it out loud. You speak your gratitude out loud in worship music. And that right there will stop that anxiety. It will stop that anger and you'll be more peace filled. (laughs) Okay. So there you have it. Those are my top six common mom emotions and the simple hacks that go along with them. And I will again expand on all of this in future episodes, but I want to tell you that I wanted to give you the the common one so that if you're in this spot, you know what to do. And yeah, I want you to tell me too. Tell me which ones to expand on. Which one do you resonate with the most? And where can you tell me this? You can hit me up on IG at the Shan Wright or in our Facebook community at Encourage Wellness Right Community on Facebook. The link is in the show notes or just go to your Facebook and search Encourage Wellness Community and I will accept you into the group. Would love to have you ask me there or you can ask me again on Instagram. That's fine. I want to hear what you want to hear more of and that would be super fun to um, have other people chime in. And like I said in the front of this, This all came from journaling and prayer and like really digging into myself. So self-awareness. And if you're still struggling with that and you're really not sure what you're even feeling, you just feel a lot of things and you just want to talk about it, I would love to have a wellness chat with you. These are free. You can find that link. Actually, you can just go to theshanwright.youcanbook dot me. And there you can just schedule me for a 20 minute session and we can talk more about your feelings. We can talk more about your emotions and I can just really, it's just asking questions and it's really hard to ask questions to ourselves, right? So if you don't have those great journal prompts, which that literally just gave me a podcast episode idea, but for right now, just book me for a call and we can just chat about it and I can ask you some questions and help you dig deep to find out what you are feeling and why you have all these emotions and what they are might be telling you and go from there. So I would love to chat with you. Okay, friends, I hope this was so helpful for you. I hope this was practical and tactical and I just pray this blesses you and may God's favor just shine upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Hey, Wellness Warrior. I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend, may the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.